Welcome to On Mission, the teaching ministry of the Mission Church in Irvindale. We exist to love God by loving others, leading them to become fully functioning followers of Christ Jesus. Join Pastor Mike as he teaches through the Gospel of Luke. You yourselves don't even touch the burdens with one of your fingers. In other words, what you are doing to the people with God's law is it is a perversion. It is wrong. You should not be doing this. This brings me to truth point number two, that the rules and the regulations of the Talmud were not the law of God. Instead, what they were was burdensome legalism created by man. The rules and regulations of the Talmud, they were not the law of God. The law of God was given in 10 easy to understand commandments. And all that was written there, that was not God's law, but a burdensome legalism. And that is why Jesus said this to the people. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That statement was not a statement given to say, hey, if you're having a tough life, come to me and I'll give you a better life. It was a a specific statement that was about the law. You are under the burden of this law that has been perverted by man. And if you're tired of carrying that burden, come to me because I will give you a yoke that is proper, that is light, that is joyous. What God commanded for the well-being of mankind The religious system perverted, making it damaging to mankind. It became a burden. So, we find in our passage today that the Pharisees were dogging every step of Jesus and his disciples. They were scrutinizing every move. And on this particular Sabbath day, they saw Jesus and his disciples out walking through a grain field. Obviously, they've already broken the 3,000-foot rule, right? And they saw the disciples snapping off the heads of the grain and rubbing them in their hands and then eating what was in the middle. Now, on any normal day, that wouldn't be a problem. There was even a law that said if the grain field wasn't yours and you weren't harvesting it, you were just walking through, you could do that. You could pick someone else's wheat and you could just eat what your hands could take. But the problem is they were doing this on the Sabbath. And so they confront Jesus, asking him this question, why are you doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath? Why are you doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath? Truth point number three, Jesus and his disciples were not violating the law of the Sabbath in any way. But on the other hand, they were not abiding by the legalism of religious traditions either. So they weren't breaking, and I'm going to show you that in a minute. They weren't breaking the Sabbath law in any way, shape, or form. But they weren't abiding. What the problem was is they weren't abiding by the legalistic regulations that had been written about the law. Of course, the Pharisees saw this completely different. Uh, They interpreted plucking the grain as reaping. They interpreted rubbing it in your hands as threshing. 
They interpreted dropping the husks on the ground as winnowing and then eating the grain as food preparation. So you can see that this little activity of just walking through a field and snapping off the grain and rubbing it in your hands and popping the seeds in your mouth, you can see how perverted this thing had gotten to where the Pharisees see you're harvesting, you're reaping, you're threshing, you're preparing food in every way, shape, and form. And besides that, you're you're more than 3,000 feet away from your home. You're breaking the Sabbath law. Now, I know how I would handle that if somebody tried to be that legalistic with me. I would probably lose my temper and I would act out very fleshly. And I would say a lot of things that I would regret later on and then we'd just be in this big fat mess. But Jesus doesn't do that. Jesus doesn't do that. In fact, you find in the text, he doesn't even argue the point with them. What he does though is he points them to the revelation of scripture. And he takes them back to 1 Samuel chapter 21 verses 1 through 6. Now, you can read that later on for yourself. In fact, I would encourage you to read chapter 21 and chapter 22 because that's where you get the full story. But when you go there, here's what you find. You find that David, who became king of Israel, David and his men were fleeing Saul's pursuit and they found themselves in a position where they were desperately in need of food. They came to this city called Nob. That's a strange name, isn't it? But it was a city that was primarily uh, dedicated to the priests and their families. And Nob is about one mile north of Jerusalem. Why am I telling you that? Well, just to tell you, this isn't some fairy tale story. This is real stuff. And when they got to Nob, David went to see Ahimelech, the priest. And when he saw Ahimelech, he asked the priest for five loaves of bread. Now, Ahimelech said that he didn't have any common bread available. David, I don't have any common bread. The only bread I have here is the bread of the presence, which is the holy bread. Now, for you to understand what that means, I've got to explain it. So hang on to your hat for a second. Let me tell you what that's all about. As part of the worship of Yahweh, each Sabbath day, 12 loaves of bread that were called the bread of presence were placed on the golden table in the holy place at the temple. And those 12 loaves of bread would remain there on that golden table until the next Sabbath when they would be taken away and 12 new fresh loaves would be deposited there. Now, the loaves that had been taken away were to be eaten But they could only by law be eaten by the priests. Anybody else who would eat that bread would be in violation of this law. Now when you take that information and uh, when you read chapters 21 and 22 of 1 Samuel, you find that everything that we're talking about here took place with David and Ahimelech on the Sabbath day. And 1 Samuel chapter 22 verse 10 says... That when David made this request, he didn't just automatically give him the bread. He went and prayed and he asked Yahweh, is it okay? Can I give them this sacred bread? And guess what? Yahweh gave him an answer and said, yes, you can give the sacred bread to David and his men. They are starving. Give them the bread. Now imagine that. God said, give them the bread of the presence, even though it was absolutely illegal by his own law to do it. 
And so, Jesus then, coming back to the story at hand, chides the Pharisees. They're asking him about legality of the Sabbath. He says, have you not read this in Scripture? Have you not read about David and his visit to the temple and and, and that he ate the bread of the presence? And of course they had read that. But they had failed to understand what it meant. And they failed to understand what had become known as the law of necessity and mercy. I want to explain that one to you. First of all, understand that both Matthew and Mark record some specific things that Jesus said that Luke does not record. And when we take a look at those things that they recorded that Luke didn't, it begins to tie all of this together. The light begins to go on and we begin to see something very important. Let's go to Matthew first. Matthew chapter 12, verse 17. Matthew 12 is recording this very same event that we just read about in Luke chapter 6. But Matthew says that Jesus said to them, but if you had known what this means, quote, I desire compassion and not sacrifice, end quote, then you would not have condemned the innocent. Where does that phrase, I desire compassion and and not sacrifice, come from? Well, it comes from Hosea chapter 6, verse 6. It is a direct quote from God himself. And Jesus says that to the priest, if you would have understood this quote, if you would have understood what the scriptures teach, then you would not be condemning the innocent, and he means himself and the disciples. You wouldn't be condemning us, you'd be understanding what's going on. We go over to Mark's gospel and we find in Mark chapter 2 verse 27 and Mark chapter 2 records the same events that we find in Luke chapter 6. Mark says Jesus said this about the Sabbath that the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Which brings me to truth point number four. That God is more concerned with mercy than with religious sacrifice. God is more concerned with mercy than he is with religious sacrifice. His heart is to love, it is not to legalism. God is more concerned with mercy than with religious sacrifice. His heart is to love, not to legalism. You know, when you study this passage, what you find is that the law of the Sabbath was given for the benefit of man. It was not given to bind man. And so in all reality, if an ox, if a man's ox had got stuck in the mud and couldn't get itself out, God did not care if that man went down there and dug his ox out despite the fact that he was working on the Sabbath. That was a completely understandable reason to do some work. It was called mercy to the animal. And we find that if one of your neighbors needed help, God didn't care if you traveled 12,000 feet from your home because traveling 3,000 feet from your home was not his law. It was man's interpretation. It was man's extra regulations. In fact, if the truth be told, those priests throughout all those years who took those 12 loaves of bread to the golden table on the Sabbath and put them there and collected the 12 that were now old and carried them away, they were breaking the pharisaical rules of the Sabbath. They were working. 
Just like I am now. Do you see how much I'm sweating? I'm at work here. It's interesting to take note that in this case, the legalism of man, if obeyed, would have caused the priests not to obey God. Jesus makes his point very clear. He makes his point that we have in no way violated the law of the Sabbath. All we have violated are your traditions. Now, if these words spoken by Jesus up to this point could be compared to gasoline, this last sentence is the match that sets it off. Notice what he said to him. He ends his statement this way. The son of man, he said, is Lord of the Sabbath. What's that all about? Let me begin my explanation by reminding you that I served in the United States Air Force for 13 years. And what I found while I served in the military was this, that healthy debate over issues between folks of differing rank was common. But inevitably, what would happen is the person of higher rank, when they got tired of arguing the point, they just pulled rank. They just shut the thing down because they were the authority at hand. Well, that's exactly what Jesus is doing here in verse 5. This is On Mission. The Mission Church is located at 12001 Ridgemont Drive in Urbandale. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at themissiondsm.org or call us at 515-255-2122. We gather for worship each Sunday at 10 a.m. We would be honored for you to join us. Have a blessed day, and thank you for listening to On Mission.